Welcome to the Become New.me podcast with John Ortberg. Passage to Wisdom, Episode 16, My Mind Needs Help. Here is the thought, the wisdom that you need, that I need for today. It was written a couple thousand years ago. A man named Paul was writing to a young friend named Timothy, who apparently struggled with fear. Because this is what Paul wrote. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Now, apparently Paul wrote this to Timothy because Timothy struggled with fear. And I know that. I was talking to my friend Rick not too long ago about how often when I wake up in the night, and I do that every night, and I will very often conjure up horrible scenarios about what if this happens or what if that happens. And my friend Rick said to me, rarely do people do their best thinking at three o'clock in the morning. When you're alone and it is dark and it's a long time until daybreak and you want to sleep but you're not, rarely in those moments uh, does our mind move in the direction that we want our minds to move. But now our minds are not left to themselves. God has given us his spirit and helps us. And now how do we know when God's spirit is speaking to us or at work in our mind? And here's a real simple way. If you feel your mind moving in the direction of timidity, fear, terrible things are going to happen. I am not safe. I am on my own. There is no one watching out for me. That message is not coming from the spirit that God gave us. But if thoughts come to move your mind in this direction, power. I can't, but God can. Think I'll let him. Love. I want to love God with my whole self and walk through my day and love people. And then self-discipline. I want to do the things that are good. And if my desires are running one way and uh, the course of goodness goes another way, then I want to seek to choose what is good rather than just whatever I happen to feel like doing. That's the Spirit of God at work in you. That's very interesting. We're in this uh, journey together, Passages to Wisdom. And I'm talking these days about this book by Jeffrey Swartz, uh, You Are Not Your Brain. And I want to introduce you to a great resource that he talks about in this book. He says, we all struggle with these deceptive brain messages. We'll get into that in a minute. And their hallmark is not just that they are distorted or false, but also that they lead us to ruminate and brooding and uh, the opposite of having the power to do what is right. But then we have a resource. Jeff calls it your wise advocate. And here's how he defines it. This is the aspect of your attentive mind that can see the bigger picture, including your inherent worth, capabilities, and accomplishments. The wise advocate knows what you are thinking, can see the deceptive brain messages for what they are, understands how you feel physically and emotionally, and is aware of how destructive and unhealthy your habitual automatic responses have been for you. The wise advocate, capital W, capital A, wants the best for you because it loves you and cares for you. So it encourages you to value your true self and to make decisions in a rational way based on the best values. Now, what Jeffrey told me, he doesn't mention in this book, because it's not a 
explicitly faith-based book is that the wise advocate is the name he uses for the Holy Spirit. And actually, when Jesus talks about sending the Holy Spirit to us, one of the words that he uses, the Greek word parakletos, can be translated comforter or encourager, can also be translated advocate. And here's why we need a wise advocate, because when our mind is separated from God, it will tend to run along the lines of things are bad, uh, I'm not going to be okay, I am vulnerable, and, and that leads to these deceptive brain messages. Um, Jeffrey lays out how our brains generate these in a way that I found quite helpful. He says there are primarily three parts of your brain, the amygdala, and that's what's responsible for generating the fear response, increased heart rate, uh, rapid shallow respiration, increased blood pressure, and then the insula, that generates those gut-level responses, that churning feeling that you get inside your gut. And then along with those two, uh, another part of the brain that gets activated is the anterior cingulate. When that's active, you get a rapid sh uh, sense that something is wrong. He writes, one famous brain researcher calls this the oh shit area of the brain. We all know that feeling. Because this brain region is intimately involved with detecting errors and assisting, assessing risks and rewards. Collectively, he says, you can think of the amygdala, insula, and anterior cingulate as the warning center of the brain, or what we like to call the uh-oh center. Uh-oh. You know, you learn how to say that when you're a tiny little baby and it stays with you your whole life long. Uh-oh. As the overpowering sensation of uh-oh arises, you experience an incredibly uncomfortable state in which you will do almost anything, including following your own ways, your habits, avoidance, whatever you normally do when confronted with a situation like this to rid yourself of the distress. And he has a little chart I've uh, reproduced in a way in a highly technical uh, picture that you can take a look at here of Here's what happens when we run on autopilot and our life is governed by these deceptive brain messages. They come up and then that creates these very uncomfortable sensations. Uh-oh, from the uh-oh center. We feel that in our gut, our minds race, our heart beats quickly. And then that will tend to produce unhealthy responses. And I think I got to have a drink or I got to have more to eat or I got to spend money or I got to gamble or I got to look at porn online, or I got to avoid. And what those responses do is provide a sense of momentary relief from the discomfort, but then that just strengthens this habitual circuit that gets me into more and more and more trouble. And that's what happens when, as Paul talks about it, the mind is set on the flesh. That is, on my life, apart from the care, power, and presence of God. So instead of that, the goal is to become increasingly aware of those deceptive brain messages. I get better and better at detecting that ruminating, brooding quality. And then I dismiss the faulty logic. We talked about that yesterday. That's all or nothing thinking. That's catastrophizing. That's a faulty comparison. So I recognize the faulty logic, but then I refocus my attention 
on the presence of God, on what will bring power, love, and self-control. I'm going to do that right now. So take a few moments, close your eyes, put your hands in your lap, palms up, take a deep breath. Remember when we breathe now, that word for breath is also the word for spirit. God fills us with breath. God fills us with his spirit. God is with you right now. The spirit God gives to you right now does not make you timid. Does not say, uh-oh is not filled with fear. So, as you breathe out, right now, I want you to breathe out your fears. You might think about whatever you're worried about in your work or your finances or your health or somebody in your family. We are not in control of any of that. So if there's fear anywhere in your body, in your face, tension in your neck, relax your hands, your back, breathe out fear and timidity. And now breathe in power from the Spirit of God. Breathe out fear. And then breathe in love. Love for God. Love for the people that you'll meet today. Love for creation. Love of being alive, even in the midst of pain. Breathe out fear. Breathe in self-control. the ability with God's help to be released from old habits, old patterns of thought and action and choose what is healthy and what is good, what is wise. God, thank you that you are with us this day. God, be in my mind today, be in our minds today. Deliver us, God, from that spirit of timidity and fear and uh-oh. Fill our bodies with your power and your love, your capacity to give us self-control. We pray through the power of our ever-present wise advocate in the name of our friend Jesus. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow with a special guest. Thanks for joining us. Receive alerts for new episodes by texting the word become to the number 56525 or invite a friend by sharing the link become